Welcome and thank you for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection for June 9th, 2021. I know we'll all be glad to use the term post-COVID-19 pandemic very soon. Even though we are easing back into familiar territory of new normal, there are still opportunities to extend grace to others that have different comfort levels than we might. This will require trust, respect, and willpower. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your holy word, and please allow your Holy Spirit to make our hearts receptive to learning your word, loving your word, and living your word. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever said or possibly heard someone say, I wish I had more willpower? Just for kicks, I looked up the definition of willpower, and here it is. Control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. And from my trusty thesaurus, some of the notable synonyms are self-control, self-restraint, self-discipline, and self-mastery. Raise your hand if you have mastered all of your impulses. Okay, just for the record, no, I did not raise my hand. In the third petition in the Lord's Prayer, it goes, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does this mean? I think a wonderful source for the answer to that question is found in Luther's small catechism. And here is his answer. God's will is done when he hinders and destroys every evil design and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature that would prevent us from hallowing his name and prevent the coming of his kingdom. And God's will is done when he strengthens us and keeps us steadfast in his word and in faith to the end of our earthly lives. This is his good and gracious will. Now the Apostle Paul recognized the battle of our will competing against sin, and in his letter to the Romans, he let the church know of his personal struggles. He writes to them to let them know that it is certainly a struggle, but there is hope as well. This reading is found in Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 23. Here is the reading. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep doing. 
Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. I can only imagine that this must have been some needed encouragement for that church. It is truly difficult for our will to overcome sin, but thanks be to God we are delivered through the gift of faith and through Jesus. In John's gospel, Jesus speaks of the bread of life, and of course speaking about himself, but that is lost on the majority of the crowd. He makes it clear at the end of this reading what God's will is. This story occurs not long after the feeding of the 5,000. This reading is found in the book of John, chapter 6, verses 24 through 40. Here is that reading. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do? to do the works God requires. Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all these he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up 
at the last day. Now I want to read you one of the questions that comes from our confirmation workbook that Pastor and I are using as a guide for our current confirmation class. This is a resource provided by Sola Publishing. And in verse 39 and 40 of the reading, Jesus describes his Father's will. And here's the question, how is it that we human beings come to have eternal life? Is this something we do or something he does? The following is the answer provided in the leader's guide. As human beings, there is only one way that we can even hope to come to eternal life, and that is through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is not something we can do on our own. Even our faith is a gift given to us. Christ is the one who does this for us, taking away our sin and restoring us to our right relationship with the Father. Through the message of Christ, the Holy Spirit lays hold of our hearts and makes us people of faith. You know, to be honest, most of the crowd that was following Jesus was not really interested in hearing about the new way of living that Jesus was preaching and teaching. They were more interested in a free lunch. Jesus makes it very clear that he came to do his Father's will and not his own. You also remember when Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane that God would let this cup pass, but he also said, not my will, but yours. Dealing with sin is a real struggle, and sometimes I feel like we get in the way of God by not trusting him. I just completed a training course to become a Stephen leader in order to help train Stephen ministers in our congregation. At the end of the training in our wrap-up session, we watched and listened to some recorded testimony from other Stephen leaders. I remember one of the Stephen leaders reminded us all that we are involved in a caregiving process and not a cure-giving process. We plant the seeds and God gives the growth, or in the case of Stephen ministry, God gives the cure. He finished by saying, get out of God's way. It all boils down to trust. God is able to keep us from sinning if we trust him and let him take control. A book I read about eight years ago titled The Way of the Wise, Simple Truths for Living Well, was written by Dr. Kevin Lehman. In the preface, he writes to all who question God, and wonder where they fit in life's grid. He goes on to say, I think that covers just about all of us. I highly recommend this book. The next three sentences are quotes from this book. It is so hard to pull over and let God get behind the wheel of our life's car, isn't it? When we're so used to driving it ourselves. It would be like me taking over the driver's seat and pushing God to the passenger seat and taking off full tilt. And then two, two miles down the road of life, I crash. Our natural inclination is not to let go of control of our lives. We might say, God, I know you're the potter and I'm the clay, but I do have a few suggestions. 
Jesus made it very clear that he is the way and the truth. We deepen our relationship with Jesus through prayer and abiding in God's word. The Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. Jesus is revealed in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. If you spend some time in the book of Isaiah, who is one of the major prophets, you'll be pointed to the Messianic King. God was preparing people for the Messiah well in advance. The book of Isaiah was written about 650 years prior to the birth of Jesus. In order to get a wonderful overview of the book of Isaiah, I suggest you go to BibleProject.com and navigate to the short yet informative video on the book of Isaiah. You know, within us there is a continual testing of wills. When we pray the Lord's Prayer and say, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, the reality is it's easier said than done. God gave us a brain, gifts, skills, and free will. The idea of being submissive to anything or anyone, including God, is downright threatening to a lot of us. Even though sin is real and a daily struggle for us all, we need to trust God and thank Him for the gift of faith and the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, that washed our sins away. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for your holy word that reveals your love for us through your Son, Jesus Christ. It is through him that we are cleansed with his blood to be made perfect in your sight. Strengthen us, Lord, through your gift of faith to do your will and trust in our Savior, Jesus Christ. In him, his name we pray. Amen. And I'll leave you from a short reading from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Now go in peace, serve the Lord.